Hi, this is Jim Trella. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I'm also an employee of General Motors. The opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the host and any guests, and not the opinions of General Motors. Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. Today we conclude our conversation with Stephanie Hanko, Senior Principal at CSG Government Solutions Incorporated and Grateful Leader. We pick up discussing how being a grateful leader takes conscious choice. Do you have more stories you'd like to share? Are there any points that you'd like to you'd like to bring out right now? What are your thoughts on all of this? Um, you know, I I think for me, the thing that I have to keep remembering because it 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 doesn't just happen, you know, where one day you're a grateful leader and then there you go. <laughs> you do have to you have to keep that first C in you know always in your mind. You you have to become conscious. Of, of others and that's really the first step and and I think some days I do better than others mm-hmm. you know some weeks you know when I get really overwhelmed with priorities and things like that I, I you know I think that consciousness can can kind of slip and I, I have to remind myself to to really you know pay attention and stay conscious of, of how I'm engaging with others um, you know I think that that's important for me um, and I think that's really the first step. That sounds that sounds great. Tell me, w- were you always a grateful leader? Is this always part of who you were? I would love to say yes, but I I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, you know there's a part of me that's really been you know trying to focus on how can I best be who I want to be at least at this point in my life. Um, and doing what I'm doing. And I think, you know, over my professional life or personal life, I, I you know, probably have been very ungrateful <laughs> and avoided acknowledging people because some of the things that we hear about, um, there's jealousy, there's fear. Um, you know, if I acknowledge them, what does that mean? You know, does that mean I'm, I'm less than if I say something to them and talk about their skills and strengths? And so I think as as I've grown and as I've, you know, tried to be a better person and leader, um, I think that I've become a grateful leader um, more and more. I like to say I'm a grateful leader, but I don't think I'm, I'm done, you know, by any, any means. I understand. When you were first beginning, you mentioned a couple of things about, you know, jealousy, the fears, the vulnerability, the, the things that come up. How did you... Do you remember how you got past those when you're first getting started? Well, I think for me, for me personally, and for other people, it might be different. It's that vulnerability. It's yes. putting yourself out there. Um, and I don't know why it's so hard. It just, you know, <laughs> it is or it was or continues to be. I, I don't say I won't say it's gone away. Um that you're putting yourself out there and making yourself vulnerable and, you know, open and allowing somebody else, you know, sort of in, um, in air quotes, you know, in. Um, and I, I think you have to be willing to do that. And that can be very hard. That was one of the first, that was when I think back, that was one of the first things that I thought about is the fact that, you know, the vulnerability that, what are people going to think about me if I do it this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, but I don't know how it worked with you, but maybe, maybe you shared the same feelings, but once you started doing it, what people 
you're afraid of are people going to see me as being weak? I found out that people looked at me as being strong because I could see their strengths in them. Yes. Yes. Did you you have the same you had the same experience? Yes. I yeah, I would agree. Yeah, which is what you're afraid you yeah, you you're afraid to put yourself out there and yet what you get back is so powerful and and so uplifting and and the kind of the opposite of what you're afraid of. Yes. Exactly. And that's why I encourage people to, you know, Take that first step. But it all starts with, and Judy Umless says it so many times, you have to start with a true, heartfelt, sincere appreciation. That acknowledgement has to start from the heart and come from there. If Because there are a lot of times people will look at you and say, okay, what do you want? What's the ulterior motive? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I completely agree on the genuine. And I think... When I've talked with with people about this, that was kind of the, you know kind of one of one of the first reactions. It's like, well, you know, you can't do it too often. It's like, well, it's not about you know faking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is really about you know it's got to be genuine. It's got to be true. People can smell a fake a mile away. Yep. And but when you walk up there, uh, I know I've had situations where I had started to acknowledge somebody and they just look at me, you know, with their hands on their hips and their head cocked like, OK, what's this guy up to? And I just looked at, I said, no, let, let me give you an example. There's a woman that works at the I work at the Renaissance Center in Detroit, the, the big um, office center that's there. And there's one of the maintenance people that was where the we've got a food court in the in the basement or at the lower lowest level then you got the escalators that come up and right at the top of there just off to the side she was literally on her hands and knees cleaning a spot on the floor and she kind of knelt up and looked at it and cleaned a little bit more stood up moved around looked again and cleaned it up and, and got back down on her hands and knees and did it again and i'm just standing there watching this amazed at the dedication that this woman had in making sure that she did a good job and I, I told her that. And I introduced myself. I said, hi, I'm Jim. Your name is? And she said, my name is Maydeen. And I said, and I told her what I saw and how amazed I was. And she's just kind of looking at me like, okay, <laughs> why, is, why, is this, why is this guy, you know, all dressed up talking to me? I'm just doing my job. You know, he could see that in her eyes. But I said, no, because you do this job here and you do it so well, I can bring not only my business uh, my business associates, but my friends and my family here, and I can show them this is where I work. This is the Renaissance Center in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And she's like, "You're serious, you know? You can see her. He's serious." And she said, "You're, you're welcome. Oh my gosh, thank you for for letting me know that." And that was a couple of years ago, and we still see each other, and she still gets a big smile on her face. Yeah, yeah, that's a great story. That's a great example. Yeah, those are the, some of the people that can go unacknowledged for what they do and how well they do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So if there's a lesson to be learned from our discussion here, by the way, we've been talking for well over half an hour. That's just the recording part, let alone all the other fun stuff that we did try to get, just trying to get it started. If there's a lesson to be learned, what would you want to leave with the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast listeners? Oh... There's no, there's no squeeze on time. No, just, I mean, just what would I want to leave? Um, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really just because I think sometimes the term grateful leadership can, 
can make people think it's like, what? It's this fancy stuff, you know, oh, I, you know, or it's, it's this woo-woo um, stuff that, that, that it's not. It's really about heartfelt appreciation for what somebody brings in our, you know, in the case of, of work to their, their specific task or job or activity. It's just do it. Um, get, get outside the fear and uh, have the courage to do it and try it at least. <laughs> yeah. You used a word a little bit earlier that I haven't heard as often, but it hits home. And you said doing, being genuine mm-hmm. when, you, when you do your acknowledgement. You know, sincerity, heartfelt, genuine, all of those things that come out when you're talking like this. And I agree. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, important. thank you so much for your time. I've truly enjoyed this. I hope you have. Yeah, I have. It's, it's, it's fun to talk about grateful leadership because <laughs> you can't help but, but feel good. But now I also realize I need to really, you know, go, go see opportunities um, you know, for, for acknowledging somebody, somebody else or somebody again. Um, it just helps me, you know, remember. And again, it's that conscious, stay conscious of, of those opportunities and those, those times when you, you can really um, acknowledge people genuinely. Now, Stephanie admits she wasn't always a grateful leader, but she was always looking for ways to improve. And now she has become a grateful leader. Her emphasis on the acknowledgement that it has to be genuine, it has to be true. It's truly about heartfelt appreciation for people. And how does she end the whole conversation? Don't think too much about it. Just go out there and do it. Begin acknowledging people. I think Judy Emless would agree with that statement. If you've missed either of the previous episodes featuring the interview with Stephanie Hanko, they're on the Center for Grateful Leadership's website at www.gratefulleadership.com. Go out to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast page and search for episodes 114 and 115. You will enjoy each of them. And while you're out there, look around for all the resources available to assist you on your Grateful Leadership journey. If you aren't already a member, join. Membership is free. I'm Jim Trella, and you've been listening to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. Remember to acknowledge someone each and every day.